episode 10 is dedicated to everyone who tries to make something a little better during their brief time alive. This includes, at the very top of the list, those who take the time to give five-star reviews for shows they enjoy. <coughs> Monson Jackson, Series 2, Episode 10, Perspective. During the one-sided firefight, Monsoon had taken the opportunity to mildly injure the Solar Force officers restraining him and those holding Carla in the grav cell. He opened the cell by lifting the mildly unconscious officer's arm-mounted security device to the lock. Then he picked up Carla and ran. This wasn't about equality. This was about his augmentations giving him an advantage. Surprisingly, Carla did not attempt to punch him for behaving this way. Instead, she began directing him. This was her playground, and she knew the best ways to go. In a short period of time, they were racing down a quiet corridor and towards a dust-covered door. Monsoon stopped and panted. His legs were glowing amber-red, which Carla noticed. That had better not be a comment on my weight, Monsoon. In between gasps, Monsoon responded. Prison life had weakened him. Much as he hated relying on others, he was going to have to rely on others. Just get the damn door open! Carla found the hidden button and pushed on the door. They both fell inside and pushed the door shut, moments before the Solar Force officers rounded the corner. They stood in silence as they scanned the area. Much to Monsoon's surprise, they didn't pick up any heat or biosignatures and were soon moving on, barking random and ultimately pointless suggestions. Monsoon looked over at Carla. That door is from one of the early colonization ships, back when things were built properly. Nothing can get through it. You now understand the true benefits of recycling. Carla smiled, and Monsoon found himself reciprocating. Thank you, Carla, but you have to stop here. I don't want your name on my body count. It's so strange when you talk, like you have some say in what I do. Monsoon cupped her augmented arm with his. Please. Carla gently squeezed for a moment, then let go. You go do what you're going to do. Leave me to make my own choices. Monsoon nodded, almost tipping his non-existent trilby. He moved off into the tunnels before stopping. Which way? For what, Monsoon? Getting away? Or taking it all down as you fall? Monsoon had to admit, while Carla's blunt insights were refreshing, they were not always welcome. He stood still, her question lingering in the air. She already knew the answer to her own question. Go right. Follow the red arrows until you reach a panel marked 180-924-609. That takes you to the back of the port. You're on your own from there. Monsoon stood still for a while longer, out of some form of respect. Then he moved off slowly, conscious his legs were still glowing amber. 
Monsoon arrived at the port and then very much realized he didn't actually have a plan for getting to Elijah. In fact, he wasn't even sure where Elijah was. Storming her home circling Jupiter was the plan, but that was the plan of someone who was just rolling the dice. Up until now, Monsoon had been more focused on the whole staying alive and evading capture side of things. Much as his plan had been to take Elijah down, this journey had not been without its surprises and complications. He surveyed the port, hidden from view in the shadows. A fancy-looking craft in the distance was having a large crate lifted into its cargo bay. There was something grotesque about the craft. Too much gold paint. It just looked cheap, despite all the makeup. The cargo bay door slid shut. Then one of the crew wandered over towards Monsoon. Of course, this was just coincidence. He wasn't walking towards Monsoon, he was just walking this way. Miss Tours has asked me to invite you on board. She fully appreciates you may not wish to. However, she also fully appreciates you haven't worked out any other plan, so we'll do so. And there it was. The main reason Monsoon had wanted to kill Lisa. Not all the criminal activity ruining innocent people's lives, but the intolerable air of smugness she generated. And the criminal activity, of course. With that said, Monsoon sighed stood up and followed the crew member back to the craft. Time was running out and he didn't have the energy to work out a better plan, even if he was 100% sure Lisa would betray him at the first opportunity. Inside the craft, the appalling level of chintz and gold continued. He resented going into battle in something that looked like a pair of curtains, but as his options were limited to just one, he found a chair and sat down. As he did, the intercom flickered into life. Yeah, there you are. Ready to die? Monsoon stared at the screen, unwilling to engage. Partly because he wanted to focus on the flight ahead, but mainly because she'd definitely win this ego contest. He's at home, so that's where we're going. Naturally, the place is defended, but that just makes things more interesting, don't you think? Monsoon continued to say nothing. Hopefully, that would allow him to let Lisa live long enough to be useful before making absolutely sure she's dead this time. No doubt Lisa was planning the same for him, so fair is fair. The craft took off and cleared the port without a hitch. No doubt that had cost an extraordinary amount of money, but Monsoon didn't care as he wasn't paying. He looked at the screen. A place he'd known all his life disappeared before his eyes. He wasn't going back there. Whatever happened now. Even if he survived, he wasn't going back. He would start fresh, somewhere where people minded their own business. It would be difficult to find, but further out, on the smaller rocks, he was confident he could find it. I mean, that's why people moved out of the big cities to the outer reaches, to be left alone, to forget what could have been, or at least pretend you didn't think about it every waking and indeed sleeping moment. Surprisingly, arrival at Elijah's home was uneventful. The expected barrage of defensive weapons had come to nothing. 
but as they both knew, this wasn't a mistake. This would be part of a plan Elijah had worked out, a welcome for them, but in a nasty, killing them kind of way. Lisa stepped out from her craft and immediately deployed an array of weaponry from her newly acquired battle body. Laser lights danced around the landing area hunting for anything, something that presented a clear and present danger. But all was silence. I wonder what my heir has planned for us. Monsoon shrugged. More importantly, as Lisa had been rolling off the craft, he'd spotted both Mary Jane strapped to what was left of her human frame. Breaking into her tank exoskeleton would present a challenge, but he was having those back soon as possible. I suppose no chance you have weapons for me, or are you expecting me to just throw pieces of artwork at her as I walk through her house? A crew member scuttled off into the craft and reappeared moments later with a pathetic, though better than nothing, selection of weapons. Monsoon worked his way through and pulled a few decent pieces of kit from the pile. Naturally, none of this would make a dent on Lisa, as well she knew. However, it would give him a fighting chance against Elijah. Monsoon finished strapping various items around himself and then turned to speak directly to Lisa. Are you actually, seriously, going to kill her? You think all this is a ruse? At the final moment, I turn, having been on Elijah's side all this time, to witness the fall of the man who's ruined all our lives, destroyed what we had. A convicted criminal who remains so arrogant still thinks he has the right to pass judgment on others. It had crossed my mind. But I could just kill you. Now, the weaponry on this tank could tear you into fine, thin shreds. Then I could simply spend a pleasant afternoon with my child. Believe me, you're not worth the effort to go to any trouble. At all. She had a point. Why bother? Lisa had had innumerable occasions to kill Monsoon since taking on her latest form. She could have had him flushed into space on the journey over. Maybe she was on the level this time. Maybe her desire to regain control of the vast criminal empire she'd built was more important than Monsoon. It was at least possible, though nothing changed. She had to die as soon as it was a good idea, and Monsoon remained confident he could get out of the situation alive. Yes, he was that arrogant. She had a point. They walked slowly to the entrance. Lisa's armed bodyguards were certainly an impressive sight, even if just to wonder at how many would make it to the end. They moved with practiced skill, swinging in arcs, waiting for the inevitable onslaught. A small camera with a disturbing eye shape slid out from a hole and surveyed them. It made some odd noises and then slid back into its hole. There was a loud click, then a grinding noise. The front doors lifted open slowly. As one, the bodyguards focused on the darkness behind the door. Surely now, something. The doors opened and silence fell. Again, mind games. After a period of stillness, Lisa ordered her troops forward. They filed in through the front door. The tension rose. But still, nothing. One of the bodyguards came back out to signal to her, then spoke into his comms. 
Naturally, Monsoon didn't have these comms, so stood patiently waiting. They reckon the place is abandoned. There's no sign of anything. So who opened the doors then? Just as Monsoon spoke, there came the sound of pained screaming from inside. Monsoon rushed forward to be met with the bodyguards being electrocuted in a massive web of blue energy arcing around them. This was murder on a different scale. Not a firefight where everyone had some chance of winning, but a straightforward slaughter. It didn't take long for the screaming to stop, the lifeless bodies jerking and thrusting to the pulsing energy. Monsoon shouted out, They're dead, Elijah! Now stop being a coward! Come out and face us yourself! After what was a lot longer than beyond anything but sadistic cruelty, the blue light faded. The bodies fell to the floor as one, smoking and charred. Come out, Elijah. You clearly have the weaponry to take us on, so don't be the coward you used to be. Be the ruler you are now. Show us the power you have. At least fight with honor. In response, the blue energy pulsed out of the door in a single beam and struck Lisa. The lightning danced around her exoskeleton, but nothing else happened. Come now, Elijah. You think you can outsmart me? We're cut from the same cloth, died from the same wool. You think you could ever... But Lisa didn't get to finish her sentence. The floor opened up underneath her, and her frame fell into the void. In response, she attempted to jettison her body. The back fired off, and small jets erupted in blue flame. But Monsoon was already there. He jammed the release catch in place. With his augmented legs fighting the pull of space, in one swift movement, he punched through the escape pod and grabbed the Mary Janes. This wasn't how he'd planned things, but needs must. The floor slammed shut. She was gone, into the void of space. The departing look on her face said it all. The horror, the fear, the knowing what this meant as she turned blue fighting for oxygen that wasn't there in the vacuum. Then, there was a scream from inside the house. Monsoon quickly recalculated his thoughts. So Elijah hadn't meant to kill her, but simply render her out of this fight. Presumably so the killing of Monsoon could be the focus of Elijah's attention. Monsoon imagined punching a hole in the otherwise perfectly capable escape pod had not been an option Elijah had considered. This probably wasn't going to help matters in the ensuing firefight. The man who had now killed his ex-lover's mother twice. That really put a strain on trying to talk your way out of what was to come. Also, it ruined any chance of Monsoon clearing his name. Much as the second death had been an accident, of sorts... He couldn't really see that playing well in court. So this was it. No redemption. No clean, tidy return to a life he once, mainly, enjoyed. Monsoon readied himself for the final showdown. It had always had to be this way, while he'd waited on another twist or turn in his life story. He knew it would end up here. It had to.
So, this was it. A good old-fashioned western showdown. Only really, there wasn't a good guy trying to save the town. Just two bad egos trying to prove who was best. It didn't have the same allure, but it was all that was left. Monsoon stood and waited. He was certainly not stepping inside that murder hole reception area. There was a slight noise behind Monsoon, which sent him spinning round. His muscle memory had both Mary Janes leveled at the cargo entrance door before he'd finished turning. After a moment of calm, Sicario stepped out of the shadows. He was carrying a decent amount of weaponry, which Monsoon had to hope was to help rather than kill him. I'm here for the one who paid to have my father killed. The record keeper. Sicario nodded with an intensity that gave Monsoon hope. And I respect your support of Carla, so to be clear, this isn't about you being right, just being the least worst option. Monsoon said nothing. He wasn't expecting more than that. We can go inside now. Won't kill you like that. What makes you so sure? I wouldn't. Not for a high-value target. I'd want to do that myself. To own the kill. To make sure they're dead. To be the one who knows I had what it took. While this was logical, it wasn't exactly heartwarming. On the upside, it felt like Sicario probably was here for revenge. Not to kill him. No doubt Elijah would be expecting some kind of refund for that decision. And Monsoon was confident exactly how Elijah would go about it. They stepped inside and disappeared into a floating brick ego in space. As Sicario had predicted, there was no electrocution. In some ways, it was worse. Everything was still. Monsoon didn't like still. It meant something was going on that he wasn't capable of sensing. Elijah, and no doubt a huge phalanx of bodyguards, were in here somewhere. And much as Elijah was already vengeful, Watching his mother die for the second time had no doubt made things worse. Monsoon had been expecting Elijah talking over the intercom, explaining how she was going to kill him, why Monsoon was a terrible human, in fact a great long diatribe spewing out everything Elijah wanted to say. But this silence, this was so much worse. It meant Elijah was keeping everything bottled up. She was focused. This put Monsoon at a further disadvantage. An angry, shouty adversary was far easier to defeat. The quiet ones were much harder. And of course, on top of this, Elijah knew how Monsoon ticked on an intimate level. One of the few who truly did. All in all, things were not looking good. Monsoon and Sicario slowly worked their way through the house. They rounded every corner, expecting an encounter, a firefight. But still, nothing. This doesn't feel right. Why isn't she at least trying to tire us out, wound us, make us easier to take down? This isn't a good strategy. Monsoon looked over at Sicario and smiled. Oh no, this is the perfect strategy. This is how confident Elijah is we'll fail. 
Even at full strength, we will fail. She's sending us a message, one that very much suggests she has us outgunned and outplayed. If that's true, then we should regroup, try a different tactic. We have no advantage here. This is us just walking towards death. And yet we keep walking. You're welcome to turn back. This isn't your fight. But I have to face Elijah. This has been the path all along, and it needs to end, one way or another. Sicario put his hand on Monsoon's shoulder and nodded. Then we go in together. Not for you, you understand. It's just I'd never hear the end of it from Carla if I walked away now. They moved with caution, passing art and garishly painted rooms. In another life, Monsoon could have seen himself here, living out his time in luxury and opulence, not spending his precious heartbeats on criminals and paperwork. Eventually, they arrived at a tall set of secure-looking doors, the kind of doors that were very much intended to keep you out, covered in bolts and sharp corners, really driving home the point of how unwelcome you were. With a thud, the doors swung open. They readied themselves, as best they could for two people no doubt facing insurmountable odds on the other side of this door. They were not disappointed. Elijah was sat behind a glass shield that bristled with defensive weapons. Surrounding her were far too many bodyguards than could possibly be practical for day-to-day -day living. They were all armed and had the scars and demeanor of people who'd done this kind of work before and enjoyed it. Monsoon and Sicario lifted their weapons, but were waved away by Elijah. She instead gestured towards an oversized, overdesigned, though ultimately comfortable, settee. Neither of them moved. This was not the time for sitting down. Elijah waved again, this time barking orders that saw the bodyguards file out of the room. The doors sealed shut behind them. Just sit down. If I'd wanted to kill you, then I would have done it as the door opened. You wouldn't have stood a chance. She was right. They wouldn't. They looked at each other, then back at Elijah, who was, by now, angrily gesturing for them to just sit down. I'm sure you've all had your own ideas about how this was going to go. I was going to kill you. You were going to kill me. The reappearance and then death, again, of my mother was a surprise, but ultimately has not changed things. After all, she was here to kill me, along with my ex. Hardly something I need to grieve over, is it? Monsoon and Sicario remained silent. It was unclear where this was going. Sitting down was definitely not on the list of things they'd foreseen. It was confusing, and neither of them liked that. Monsoon whispered to Sicario, If she offers us a drink, I'll start shooting. Sicario smiled and whispered back, She lost it completely. This isn't how you do a showdown. Everyone knows that. I suspect she wants to lord it over us before starting on the killing. In the meantime, I'm making a note of all the useful things in the room. I assume you are as well. Zaccario nodded as they both sat down and adjusted the cushions. Elijah stood up in her secure glass fortress and did a completely unnecessary cough. <clears throat> now then, don't care if you're sitting comfortably, let me begin. With my thanks, 
This episode was voiced by Adam Roach as the narrator and the voice of Monsoon Jackson, with Heather Dent Cowan as the voice of the adverts, with additional voices by myself, Heather Dent Cowan as Lisa, Robert York as Carla, Tinian Duyab as Sicario, and Suze Kevner as Elijah. Written and edited by Andy Case for Lightmotif Productions Limited, copyright 2020.